This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always gone. Rebel Scum. Hello everyone. It's that time of year again where James takes out this plastic mask and thinks he can talk with it. I don't think I can talk with it. Let's get that straight. <laughs> I know I can't, I can't even see this. Uh, it's like, my yeah. nose is in the nose, but my eyes are here. I, I guess it's made for kids. <laughs> it's the spooky season, and we have basically hit the penultimate end of uh, the month. It's Halloween, so you know we have to somewhat make a Halloween episode. <laughs> yeah, we're going all out on the Halloween spooks this year. I mean, I shouldn't critique Star Wars that much. They did just release the, was it, the Frightening Tales? Terrifying Legos. Tales. Terrifying Tales. I've heard it's pretty good. Oh, you haven't Somebody's- seen it yet? No, no. Do you want me to give you a full-on review? I watched... uh, Hold on. I watched (laughs) the Muppets. Yes. uh, What's that place? Haunted Mansion. Uh, Haunted Mansion. And that was pretty good. I had had a couple gripes with Muppets Haunted Mansion. One of them we talked about last week. The voices. There were some voices I was just like, stop it. But my other gripe was, and I might have to watch them back to back because I love the Muppets and Muppet Christmas Carol is one of the best adaptations of a Christmas Carol, which is weird because it's Muppets and you don't expect it, but it is. The Gonzo Puppet did it look cheaper than normal. Like it, it, it didn't. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly okay, good. what I thought. All right. <laughs> it's not just me because we were watching. I was like, I think I'm enjoying this, but this guy, like his mouth was just kind of like flopping. Yeah. And he just, they look very plasticky and, and Muppets are usually like the thing with Muppets is they come to life. Right. And that one really, yeah. Uh, yeah. so it wasn't just me. That's <laughs> especially in like the first scene where yeah. him and uh, Pepe are in the, the limo. Yeah. I just, I've not, I know they're puppets and they don't actually, they're not alive or, but like the eyes just seem so dead. And yeah. It's like, What's going on? It's like, It'd be one thing if it was like a side character, but this is like your main your Muppet. Main. It did not look good, man. Yeah, no, I, I just, yeah, it felt like they, I don't know. It was like Ninja Turtle 3 versions of, uh, <laughs> of the, it just it was like, was this Jim Henson? But Brian Henson was involved in this. I didn't, I don't know what, he, he voiced someone. I don't know who. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, Kermit's going to take some time. It's weird because Kermit, you know, went from Jim yeah. Henson to, I can't remember his name to now. And it's like three voices of Kermit's and they're all very different. Yeah. <laughs> they're so different. Yeah. Like Kermit's like super different. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, uh, I'm trying to figure out if he's closer to Jim Henson than the last Kermit we had. I don't know, man. I, I just, I do remember when Muppets Christmas Carol came out, my parents who were my age at the shot, like they were my age when that movie came out, maybe even, younger they were like oh um kermit sounds terrible like they couldn't get on board with it took like eventually they did because the movie we watched it every year right so eventually yeah, you just yeah. kind of like this is kermit but i remember that first year it came out they were very much like that doesn't 
sound like Kermit, but they knew like Jim Henson was their Kermit. And I was a kid and I, mm-hmm. I heard the difference, but I think cause I was younger, I was more susceptible to like moving on. To the point that like, that's the thing, like that Kermit is my Kermit in my head. And it's yeah. just like, Oh yeah, it is different. So I don't know. Yeah. Cause it, that's your, you, you grew up yeah. mostly with that one where I kind of yeah. had like an overlap. Like I did the Muppet show. Yeah. With a, and so it's, but yeah, it was, it's a fun, like, um, it's a fun ride. Though. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I, I, I watched the Muppet show though. Like, so like that's the, or maybe I've just like, haven't watched it. I think the Muppet you, show or Muppets take Manhattan in a long time that like, I've forgotten what it sounds like. Yeah. I think that, I think it's just like, I got, I, I, I know when I first heard the, the second Kermit after Jim Henson mm-hmm. passed away, I knew the difference, Yeah, but it didn't, affect me at all and then i kind of just grew to that being the voice and then when you heard yeah. the, it was weird though when you heard the jim henson one you kind of just like i don't know it might be my age because i was like eight or nine or ten or whatever but like you could separate them in a way yeah it's yeah. like you know but now it's just i don't know but the gonzo puppet was th- it threw me off like <laughs> it just kept throwing me off and i was like yeah, i think yeah, yeah. i like i'm pretty like the script was funny like it was very muppety like yeah it was you know yeah. Right. The only other complaint I have is the picture that they chose for Disney Plus for when you click on it. You know how they always have yeah. a still of it. It's it's uh, I think it's Pepe talking to uh, John Stamos. Yes, it is like the worst picture of John. It Stamos is to the point where like who is that? Yeah, no, I. Uh... We're like, I think it's John Stamos. But anyways, I thought it was pretty good. I haven't watched the whole thing, so perhaps... it's it's fifty minutes. It took me two days to watch it. Too. I started watching uh, it late, and I was like, it's only fifty minutes, and I. Aaron didn't even see the John Stamos part. She slept through it, and I didn't feel like rewinding it for her to watch it. So it's a jump scare. Yeah. Chill. Well, welcome to the Star Rebel Wars. Scare podcast. Happy Halloween, James. I'm Brock. Happy Halloween. He's, he's uh like we should do the Simpsons. Like I'm Brock Scream, and this is James. Rosila Haunted House. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even try. Just throw it away. Bones Rosile. I'm not even wearing. I'm dressed like a loser today. Yeah, go Jets. They suck. I'm dressed like a loser Invincible. today. That's my Halloween costume. Is loser Invincible? That's the that's the Eagles. That's the flat. The Eagles. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They're I the have, green shirts. I have two Eagles tops. Um, I have my Kyle. I was gonna wear my Kylo Ren shirt. I put it down there before we went on, and I forgot to throw it on. So no. just pretend I'm wearing a Kylo Ren t-shirt over this right now. <laughs> um, you got it. Anyway, it's, it's um, Halloween. It's Star Wars Terrifying Tales. Uh, Bro- I, I, I would suggest, Brock, I don't I, – I can't I, – I said this to Andrew Fantasy. I, I can't, you know, recommend this for someone our age mm-hmm. unless you're a Star Wars fan. But, it's, it like, but it, it's the type of special where if I was, you know, 8, 9, 10 – yeah. It's a Halloween special that I would adore. I would love this Halloween special. It's right up there with that. So for like, you know, our age, it's not made for us. So it's hard yeah. to critique it and like, well, you know, the subtleties of Darth Vader. But it's, there, there is a, a character, the main bad guy um, was the greatest. I, I couldn't believe they did it. I, I just, you got to watch it just for the main bad guy. Because you will, appre- you might appre- you might have to Google who it is, but you will appreciate it because it's nice. hilarious that they chose that individual to be the main, <laughs> the main antagonist in this. For um, for um, uh, 
terrifying terrifying yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's really it's i love that they chose that it makes it like it completely makes sense but i never would have thought of it till i watched it and then the the, <laughs> the kylo and the knights of rent thing was really cool mm-hmm. i think it uh you know it'll, it shed some light on that actually it was a lot of fun and mm-hmm. there's a few other stories that were okay but it, it i think i preferred this to the holiday special last year the christmas one but it's still for me, you know, they do like two or three tales, and I'm I would have been fine with just the Kylo Ren one and then cutting it off. Yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah, again, like, again, for kids though, I think perfect. That's the thing. Like, I probably will watch it just to see this Knight of Ren thing because I'm like, oh, it actually it uses the character from the comic book. That's cool. Wow. It's very. It's probably um, like five minutes. But it's it's like the best five minutes. In the vein of Halloween, I don't know if you've heard this yet. I saw it when I was looking for Hollow News. Uh, apparently, the new Secrets of the Sith or whatever the book's coming out, yeah. um, it, t- it basically tells you why Palpatine creates Snoke. And it's like he's cloning him, obviously, so he can, he can put himself in the new body. But then Snoke's body doesn't work long enough or doesn't work to take in Palpatine's essence. So it's like a Frankenstein, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's a ghost. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but apparently, like, I just read it briefly, like, Snoke had a connection to the Force or the dark side, so he allowed him to stay and create the new for- First Order. So, like, Snoke as a clone is, like, he's not, like, a zombie. He's, like, he has thoughts and what have you. And then it turns out that Ray's father is the one clone that actually works. So I'm I'm kind of interested to read. Like they just gave brief snippets of it, but it's like I don't I mean when you talk Palpatine, you talk clones like for the last twenty years. So it's like it's not hugely surprising, but like I don't think I've heard them like say like Palpatine's son or daughter or whoever the actual Palpatine is is a clone. I'm like, whoa. I mean that that's bigger than Silk. Like who cares? Yeah, it's like he was created too. We already know that. We watched Rise of Skywalker, but you know what I mean? Like that was a reveal. I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of crazy." Yeah, I think you know that's all great, and and you know this should be a series on Disney Plus. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Or maybe maybe the Boba Fett show or and these shows are going to go down that path. I don't know, but yeah, it would maybe. be it would be nice to because look, yeah. I you know, I think I said this last week. It's great to have it in a book. I'm going to read this. This sounds like a book I'm going to read. Although that Visions book, I've been hearing it's really good, so I might check that one out first, actually. But right. I, you know, it sounds really good. It sounds really cool. But you got like if you want people to know the story, you got to put it in a visual form on oh, for television sure. or in the theater. And I just, it just you have you have an avenue for it now. Use it. Abuse yeah, yeah. it. Take it. To- yeah. No. I gotta fly. It's not like it's almost 2022 and we're still like dying for more Star Wars content. So uh, yeah, so Hawkeye yeah. comes out on November 24th, and it's six episodes mm-hmm. of dropping two, and then I, I I think that's gonna bring us right into Boba Fett. It seems yeah. like Disney Plus doesn't want Star Wars and Marvel to overlap yet. I mean, hmm. I'm, I'm not counting uh, Bad Batch because that's animated, and I don't think animated yeah. and live action they consider in the same. Think so. Yeah. I, it it seems like they don't want them to overlap, and so we're going to get Hawkeye, yeah. which is going to lead us into Boba Fett, which will lead mm-hmm. us into. I, I guess we'll probably find out November twelfth. That's right. What's going to be next? But it, I mean, and then eventually you got to think they're going to start overlapping because 
There's just yeah, like there's too many of them coming. Like, oh. Yeah, like who cares? The, the, the thing is, it's streaming. So even though okay, they come out on Wednesdays or whatever now, it's like am I gonna die to watch it on a Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I will, but I could watch it on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, blah blah blah. Exactly, exactly. I'm curious how Wednesdays will work because um, Falcon and Winter Soldier was Fridays, and they all got spoiled for me by the end of the, like the day. Yeah. Like, Loki was Wednesdays and I feel like it took a little bit longer for it to mm-hmm. to to this for the I still got spoiled but it felt like it took oh, a yeah. little bit longer <laughs> for the spoilers to hit um mm-hmm. not the first the first episode was like immediate like Mandalorian like immediate <laughs> like the beginning of the Mandalorian and you're like well, I just woke up man it's 6 a.m. you can't why are you spoiling it already um that's one thing I yeah but anyway, so uh, yeah, it doesn't. They drop Marvel on Wednesday, Star Wars on Friday, whatever. Who cares? Just drop them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's a small demographic of people that actually watch it the day it comes out. You know, what it's I mean? us. Like, I it's think, the nerds. Yeah. It's the diehards, <laughs> so, right? Like, so yeah, like I thought that was pretty cool when I read that about Palpatine. Yeah. Um, but bigger news this week. What? The Dread Lord himself. Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen, is set to be in the Ahsoka series. This is very, very interesting because he's going to be in Obi-Wan, but that's set after somewhere between uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Correct? That's that's where Obi-Wan occurs? It is 10 years after Sith, I believe. Okay. I could be making that up, but I think I heard it's like 10 years after Sith. But like that makes sense because you know Vader's alive. Ahsoka, we assume, is going to take I, place. I thought during I, Mandalorian era. I thought they said it was all the Mandalorian. Mm. I don't think they said Boba Fett because it wasn't announced at the time. But it was Mandalorian, yeah. the New Republic soldier thing, which isn't happening anymore. Those were all supposed to like kind of tie together yeah. in the Mandoverse. Yeah. So, oh, speaking of which, we had never talked about this because we were off for so long. Uh, pa- Pablo. Pedro Pascal, good lord, um, is busy filming Last of Us. Yeah. So it turns out like he's not really on set for season three that much of Mandalorian. So I, could we have a season where he doesn't take off the mask? Like I would argue, who cares about it anymore? Because it's like you've done it. It's enough. You know. I think I I, can, I know. Real. You know they did it last at the last season twice. Yeah. And and my dad loves the show, but he hated mm-hmm. that he took off his helmet that first time. Yeah. In the state, he, I can't remember what he, he had a reason for hating it, and and it kind of made sense because it never really bothered me. He hates everything, yeah. but but, I, <laughs> but at the same time, I kind of understood what he was saying. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I and I was like, yeah, I get it. So I'm I'm with yeah. the. I'm, you know, I feel I know Pedro Pascal wants to act, but Giancarlo Esposito. Did you see the thing where he was like, "Well, you know, there's a job to do, and in the job, he wears a mask." That's, yeah, exactly. that's what it says. And it's like, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he, he might think it sucks, but he's, I guess, a voice actor at this point in it. Whatever, um, like. But I mean, he has he's exactly. They have great stunt doubles. He's the face of the Mandalorian, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll find. a place for him to take off his his mask but i'm i don't care if he never does i don't care if boba yeah, fett never takes it off you know i don't yeah. i just it's star wars it's not it's kind of like um you know the marvel movies 
you know, in the comics, Captain America always wears his mask. In the movies, he never wears his mask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Spider-Man is like, they try to find ways for him to not have his mask on in the movies. It's like, geez, just, you know, that's that's the that's the, yeah, that's exactly. the part, man. That's the shtick. That's what you're doing. You know, Spider-Man wears a mask. Mandalorian wears a mask. And that's the Rocketeer wears a mask. That's how it is. It's just, you know, I mean, it might suck, but you got last. His career... It was, you know, he had got Wonder Woman before Mandalorian, but his career is definitely on a, it's yeah. definitely escalated because of the Mandalorian, I think. It's gone up like a jet, as fast as a jetpack. Um, what were your thoughts that, like, Hayden Christensen is going to be in Ahsoka? I was like, oh, great. Here he comes to ruin another Star War. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to Jar Jar another gonna, thing. Go ahead and Jar. I imagine if Jar Jar was his right hand man. That'd be, uh, okay. I was. Um, thrilled obviously you know that anakin's my fan i'm a huge anakin fan i've always been yeah. a huge hating christian fan as anakin i was one of the seven it's me <laughs> his mom aaron uh his wife and and one person in uxbridge ontario that we were all fans that's only five but anyway my math is off but so i was thrilled because you know i'm a huge fan um you know it's probably gonna be in flashbacks but either way again Clone Wars is great, but it's animation and people, you know, it, you have a chance not to reach a larger audience. And and I think when you bring Ahsoka into live action and you want to, sh- you know, you got to show who she is and who she was. And to show who she was, you need to bring in Anakin. And I think Hayden Christensen is perfect for that. What about you? Uh, I'm, yeah, sure. Like, sounds good. I mean... This is a way to bring those characters in and not have to like continue making movies about the Skywalkers. Like, and I think we all want to know what Ahsoka thinks of Vader being uh, Anakin because he. I feel so like the episode in Rebels where they fight each other. That's her realizing who he is. Yeah, like that's a big part of that show that she realizes yeah. who it is and. You could, like, if you're going to, if Ezra Bridger is going to be, like, the point of the show and General Thrawn, it's like, this is other, this is another storyline you set up in Rebels. Why not continue it? Like, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm, like, actually very interested to see where that goes. But then, like, the problem is, too, the era is, like, Vader is dead. So perhaps we're just seeing flashbacks. Oh, how amazing. It would make no sense. For like the casual viewer, but how amazing would be like the episode starts where they're facing off against each other in that like Sith pyramid, Sith temple, where like at the end of Rebels it closes and then you assume she's dead because Vader leaves. Like how amazing would it be to see the next part of that scene? You're <laughs> like, whoa! <laughs> like, you wouldn't take long to set that up. You would just say, like, no, I, I mean, Vader. Yeah, like <laughs> context is everything, so you just have to. Yeah, and the context would be like, this scenario. That'd be awesome. I, I, what about Anakin being a Force ghost in this? Yeah, that'd be cool. Like if he's just like her Force ghost buddy, and he's he's like, hey, come on, come on, Snips, and she's like, gay hey, sky guy, and they kind of do yeah. their thing in Force. Like you, you have to set up why he would be with her, but he, the the, the one thing with this show, Anakin decided, and you brought up Ezra. Is mm-hmm. is you know they want to find Thrawn. Yeah. Rumor is Ezra's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you're and the, the, you know, but we've got the sequels, 
the sequel trilogy has happened. Yeah. And we know that Ezra is not Ezra is not in the sequel trilogy. He's not even a voice as a goat for Ray at the end, whereas Ahsoka is um, mm. a, a ghost. Um, so you wonder what part he would play in this, knowing that the outcome would have to have to leave him lead him away from the events of the sequels. Is there something going on somewhere else that they can then take? us on a journey with him somewhere that's yeah. happening alongside the sequels it's but not, not as big as what's happening in the sequels but he just doesn't he's just not aware of that situation I, it, I, it's just it's it's we're getting to this area now where it's like well you know we know where you're going but <laughs> how does this guy yeah. how does this guy get here how does ahsoka ahsoka i guess although it doesn't say their voice their ghost voice so she could be alive i guess but anyway it's I mean, she has a different voice in the movie than the show, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I I think with the Ahsoka show, like as much as I can connect it to Rebels, I'd be happy. And then, uh, what else was I gonna say? Like, uh, uh, oh gosh, I want as much uh, references to. Oh, and then like, if we're gonna go Force Ghost or any kind of connection of communication through Force, I want to see. I said it before. The scene where she talks to Grogu through the Force, like I want to see that. So put that in there. Make this show about the Force and make the Mandalorian whatever. Like, I think that would be super awesome. Like, like talk about Rebels and talk about Grogu and perhaps Anakin could fit in there. Like, who knows? Like, uh, that's there's a lot of fun stuff right there. So. Yeah, I mean, maybe Anakin is helping guide her to Ezra. It could just be. It's probably just going to be flashbacks. Yeah. So let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you know, people are speculating that maybe, maybe Obi Wan Kenobi comes back as well for some flashbacks, mm-hmm. and that's intriguing. But also, I don't know. It's like, is the Obi Wan show his Logan? You know, is this like he's just like, no, mm-hmm. that's it, or is this something where he's like, I'm going to embrace this character once again? Imagine yeah, yeah. Anakin and Obi Wan both as Force ghosts. Just chilling together, <laughs> like Stan Waldorf from the Muppets, and that's yeah. how we make it. That's our callback. Hey. Boom! They were um, in a chair from the ride from the Haunted Mansion ride. Have you been on the ride, the Haunted Mansion? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, because I know you're not big on rides, but basically you're just on like a, yeah. a chair. <laughs> yeah, chair. And it just Mine got. And I was with my niece who was five at the time mm-hmm. i want to say five or six and uh we got stuck the, the ride got stuck oh and yeah i got, was on there when i got stuck too i guess it, maybe this is just part of the ride it was we were at the part <laughs> though where this door just kept opening and like a hand was coming in uh, yeah, yeah. and i think at first she was scared but we were there for so long that she just ended up getting bored of it yeah. and it, i will say it was getting a little annoying because like, for you know i think it was 10 minutes <laughs> we we're like oh but uh, we use a fast pass to get on that and I have no regrets <clears throat> no regrets <laughs> huge fan of Tower of Terror though ah. that uh, that'll make you scream especially if David S. Pumpkins is there Ooh. any questions <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid skit just brilliant, brilliantly stupid and yep. like so simple just like yep. Two sets. I watched Saturday Night Live for the first time in like 10 years. Mm. A couple weekends ago. 
And uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it. <laughs> Anyways, I you know what comedy's got? There's a problem with comedy now where it's uh, you can't take chances anymore. And uh, mm-hmm. so everything is like kind of like I'm like, is this was like there were jokes and people were laughing. Go, I don't know. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like a kindergarten kid wrote that one. It's like very basic. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, that was my first time. In, like it's probably not ten years. It's probably been eight or nine years since I saw a full episode all the way through. I used to watch it every weekend religiously. And I didn't stop because of quality or anything. I just stopped because I just stopped. And uh, mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. clips. Like I watch clips on 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 YouTube sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. It is what it is. How do we mm-hmm. get it? They're Halloween stuff. So they usually have good holiday. Yeah. Shows and their Star Wars auditions are the best. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Can't be there. I like the C three PO Richard Dreyfus as C three PO. It's one of my. One of my favorite uh, missed opportunities that I think George Lucas is not <laughs> kicking himself. Who's under that mask? It's Richard Dreyfus. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's so, so good. Anyway, watch uh, Terrifying Tales because I know you're a fan, but don't watch it uh, like, you know, like, oh, and take notes on canon or anything. Just enjoy it for uh, for what it is and you'll be fine. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you want to go to the odds? Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1! Never tell me the odds. Let's do it. Never tell me the odds. Brought to you and me by our friends from Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. If you like what we do, why don't you support us? We would greatly appreciate it. Just as much as we appreciate the following people. Heidi Fetter, executive <laughs> executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen. Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanton, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Den of uh, Nerds, and the Girls with Sabers. Boom. Also, I don't know if you've seen Dune yet, um, but I no. it just looks like such a ripoff of Star Wars to me that I refuse to watch it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's totally a ripoff. It's just of a Star ripoff Wars. Of Star Wars. That's uh, that's something that's been making its way around the, uh, the, the interwebs right now. People complaining that it's a ripoff of Star Wars. And I look. I ha- I actually haven't seen it, and I've never seen the original, and I've never read it, and I don't know basically anything about it, except for when I was a kid. I think my grandmother got me the making of Dune hardcover book, and I just looked through it, and I didn't really, you know, the thing is, this is how I just knew like Captain Picard was in it. Here's what I did: the thing that threw me off though was I had no idea that there was like a thing in their nose until I think last year when they released images. (laughs) What's in their noses? I don't know. Like I, I honestly know absolutely nothing about it. Mm. I like uh, Denis Villeneuve, uh, but I haven't seen Blade Runner twenty whatever the number is that comes out i haven't seen that movie yet but i haven't seen the original blade runner either so i haven't (laughs) seen that so i mean dune i I don't know are you going to be seeing dune brock oh yeah no it's i'm gonna go to the theater i've convinced reham to go with me i'm like this is a good movie to go back we're gonna go see an imax because it's shot in imax 
Um, I don't want to see in 3D because I don't think it'll be as good because 3D and me and glasses don't really work. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Well, we it's, to go I've see Ninja, to... <laughs> oh, Ninja yeah, Turtles yeah. too. You grab the kids' 3D glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, right. I have a small head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, no, I'm excited to see it. Um, I love Denny Villeneuve, so... Like, his stuff is just so good. And it's like, yeah, Blade Runner. Uh, but it's funny, like, Dune falls in that category of Blade Runner. Where it's like, if this is not your up to your speed, you might not like it sort of thing. Because it's just like, Yeah, that's the sense I get in Dune. Okay, so the comparisons to Star Wars intrigue me the most. But I feel like it won't be anything like It's Star not Wars. that big of It's like... No, I it's don't... Like, there's an empire and, like, Paul Atreides has, like a mind control power it's like similar to the force it's like he's he can just make his voice like he can just project a voice and like control people like who is that the main character paul atreides or timothy chalamet or kyle mclaughlin (laughs) kyle mclaughlin okay it's a damn fine cup of coffee I, so I, I don't know maybe like I'll probably I'll probably see Dune before Blade yeah. Runner I won't be going to this theater to watch it theater I think so. that my next theatrical experience will be Ghostbusters oh. 4 and French Dispatch is out right yeah, now yeah we gotta go see that we have to figure out a day to go because yeah. my next so. few weekends are crazy I heard someone say that it wasn't a, as good as they were hoping it was but they said it is very yeah. Wes Anderson yeah, of course. So I was like, <laughs> I think I, I did read somewhere where they said he went like he he like went up a notch on the Wes Anderson ness. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you never go full Wes Anderson. Yes, you do. How did we deviate as much? <laughs> okay, never tell the odds. Me. Oh, because Dune is a ripoff of Star Wars, and I refuse to watch nonsense. Yeah. All right. Will Cassian Andor release before Obi Wan Kenobi? Which show will come out first? Will it be a Cassian Andor show or Obi Wan Kenobi? We're going to probably find out November twelfth. We're only like a couple weeks away. But Brock, what comes out first? <laughs> a sneeze. Um, Bless you. That's... I'm gonna say Andor, and I'm gonna go seventy-five percent just because they had something to show us and obi-wan has yet to show us anything <laughs> anything i think i think you're right i'm gonna go uh 65.39 yeah. percent because i do think so because they did show us something it seems like it wrapped earlier um and you give us yeah. andor in like march or whatever and then you or january mm-hmm. and then you give us obi-wan like right after or a few months later, yeah. and then you let uh, Mando season three come out at Christmas time again, and then you got like a full year of Star Wars with a couple blank spots in between. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next odd. Will Boba Fett? This is for Halloween. This is a Halloween odd. Will there be <laughs> scenes considered scary in Boba Fett? Um, maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm going to go 55% based on nothing. Yeah. I mean, could you could argue we're going to do top five, um, scary, top five scary creatures. creatures in Star Wars, not in life, Brock. In, <laughs> in Star Wars. And, and the platypus. Yeah, the, <laughs> I think there's an opportunity for 
you know, like I guess the Sarlacc could be on that list. I think there's an opportunity for stuff like that to be shown. Yep. So if you consider that scary, so maybe there could be some cool yeah. stuff. So I'm going to go 61%. Why not? Let's go 61. Show me some nice, scary nice. creature, something new. I mean, I think Mandalorian gave us a scary one or two. So why not this one? And our final odd, another Halloween one. Will we see a live action Star Wars horror slash like Halloween special on Disney Plus? We'll get like something scary Star Wars related live action that will deal solely with Star Wars. Um, I'm going to go 45%. I want something like that to happen. Let's be a little bit creative, like outside of like a Lego, like <laughs> terrifying tales. Um, I don't know. if it, uh, I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon, um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, at forty-five percent, I think it, unfortunately Star Wars is too in one vein. I, I could be wrong. I, what do I know, James? Forty-five percent for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go thirty point two nine six seven. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. They should do it, but they undoubtedly will not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is our never tell me the odds. Let us know what your odds are in the comments down below. Brock, let's go over to the news. Guess what? It's Halloween news. Spooky news. Halloween news. It's Halloween. We gotta rehearse. You could buy the theme song Halloween news on iTunes <laughs> and Google Play Music for two ninety nine, and it make it your ringtone. My mic is off. It's blowing up TikTok. Halloween news. The news you need to know right now. I'm really killing it with the star of the Halloween puns. Speaking of Star Wars horror, Mike Flanagan recently revealed that that, uh, he has an idea for a horror movie based in the Star Wars universe, and we need it on our screens right now. Flanagan, known for directing horror films like Doctor Sleep and Gerald's Game, posted to Twitter that he had woke up with for up to an idea that could be his newest film, a Star Wars horror flick. He tweeted, Got woken up by the earthquake this morning, sat there for a few minutes just thinking I'd really love to make a horror movie in Star Wars universe. Though we aren't sure what exactly prompted this idea besides the earthquake, uh, it will be very cool if this actually happened. Uh, also, like happening recently in Star Wars, I don't know if you're new, Hasbro Con happened and one of the big reveals was all the upcoming Star Wars action figures and accoutrement that goes along with that. Uh, one being the HasLab Black Series Rancor action figure, the six inch scale, and I think there was a slightly larger one. This one was crowdfunded through HasLab, um, which has been a popular way of getting these figures made. Um, it will, oh, it's still going on. The project that this, uh, crowdfunded project it started october 22nd and goes to december 6th um and if if it's successful it will ship by spring 2023 but also announced was different star wars black series a lot of the mandalorian specifically there was a series of them the mandalorian and grogu Cobb vanth boba fett in his tython gear migs mayfield when he is the tank driver and of course there is a, a lightsaber this time it is leia organa's lightsabers that's exciting along with that we saw black series droid depot toy action figure set a galactic creatures toy action figure set so there's like five or six figures in first order toy action set 
Um, Navarro Cantina player sets, that being from Mandalorian. Uh, fleet Troopers, Rebel Fleet Troopers. So there's four different of the uh, troopers, the ones that we commonly know from the opening scene of A New Hope. A 3.7-inch Ahsoka figure. Anakin, 3.7 Anakin Skywalker as a young Jedi figure. Mace Windu, Obi-Wan, and the Mandalorian Grogu, again, as 3.75-inch action figures so <laughs> it might be halloween but christmas has come early for next year <laughs> these are all looking to be available sometime next year uh check them out if you want them specifically some are exclusive to, to retail some are exclusive to Dis the disneyland store blah 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 so you gotta check it out but if you followed the hasbro pulse con whatever it's called <laughs> For those of you looking to get a little bit more Star Wars spooky, take this these uh, suggestions for the best episodes to watch of Clone Wars for the to get into the Halloween spirit. Season 1's Lair of Grievous. Season 2's Legacy of Terror and Brain Invaders. The Zillow Beast and the Zillow Beast Strike Back, also from Season 2. And from Season 3, Ghost of Mortis and Padawan Lost. Let us know what you think in the, the things, the comments, and... What is your spookiest, spookiest thing to watch for Star Wars? And this has been another Halloween news. Ooh, one of my favorite Star Wars Ooh. for Halloween is Death Troopers, the novel. It is old, <laughs> yeah. but check it out. Death Troopers, zombies, stormtroopers. You can't beat it at Halloween. Yeah. Um, maybe you can, but you can't when it comes to this guy, even though Death Troopers have a new meaning now in the Star Wars world. Let's go to top, yeah. top. Can't think of a spooky word for five. Boo. Uh, fear. Top fears. Top five spooky creatures in <laughs> what are Star your Wars. <laughs> what are your top fears, James? Werewolves. Commitment and bees. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest fear is werewolves. Thank you, Michael Jackson. I had the red um, leather jacket from Thriller when I was a kid. Of course you did. <laughs> big, big Michael Jackson fan as a child. Thriller scared the crackers out of me. But I, I was, uh, Beat It was my jam. Huge fan of Beat It. Uh, the top five scary creatures of Star Wars. My number five is, it tends to lose one's mind. Borgullet. Oh. I think Borgullet's oh. pretty fun. He could have, I think the usage of him was a little weird and i still think they could have said uh one tends to lose one's mind temporarily because he clearly loses his mind for 36 seconds but uh board gullet <laughs> is on my list it's a it's yeah. a blobby slug uh my number five is wrath tars from force awakens because they're just like murder machines <laughs> yeah i like I was never a huge fan of that scene, but I kind of wish they're in the mall comic, the first mall comic. Mm -hmm. I wish they made another yeah. appearance and like, cause I, I feel like they, there's something that could grow on me in star Wars. And I would like more Rathars, please. Disney plus Wrath mm -hmm. the Rathar series. It's all the, I'm a Rath. lonely Rathar. Just try to <laughs> blah, blah, blah. kill someone. Uh, number four, the crate dragon. You hear him scream in A New oh, Hope, and you see him eat some stuff in The Mandalorian. The crate Dragon is my number four. 
My number four is your number five, Borgullet. Oh. Kind of crazy. Like, it's like ah. <laughs> so, yeah. Can't be one. Oh, honorable mention. Honorable mention that I didn't put on this list. Uh, the, uh, oh, God. What are the bat birds that are inside the. Minox. The Minox. Like, the, the part of them, like. Flying by the window of the Millennium yes. Falcon and then sticking to the window. Like, that was one of the scariest parts of this movie. Yeah. Like, oh. Absolutely. Empire Strikes Back has a bunch of scary uh, moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My number three is from the Empire Strikes Back. It's the Wampa. Oh, snap. <laughs> Mine is similar, but not from Empire Strikes Back. It's from season two, episode two of The Mandalorian, The Ice Spiders. I looked it up and they're basically called The Ice Spiders. (laughs) They're they're great. They're not on my list, but my list sucks. My number two is Rancor. Not even scary, but I mean, if I came face-to-face with the Rancor, I think you'd be scared if you came face-to-face with the Rancor. You'd be dead. Like, you would... Yeah. I mean, unless you could shut a gate down on it, there's no stopping them. (laughs) My number two is adjacent to the Rancor, the Sarlacc Pit, because oh, who yeah. isn't scared of a butthole with teeth? Oh, okay. That's good, <laughs> good point. And my number one. I'm going to go dramatic with the mask on. Mm. Geonosian brain worms from the Clone oh, Wars. Oh, Ha, that's not where you thought I was going with it. But that's where I am. <laughs> Geno's and brain worms because, um, you know, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, basically. Great episode. Great Halloween episode also. Mm. Number one for me is the Ugnaughts because they don't look like they should be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Pigmen. <laughs> it's like, kill me. Ah. I have spoken. <laughs> nice. I'm I don't even know what you're wearing. Can't see your face. Me? Uh, oh, yeah, it's a Darth Maul. I was like, did you have another mask? No, it's Darth Maul. <laughs> oh no, no, I only have the Darth Maul mask. Yeah. I have an Anakin lightsaber over there, but I can't reach it. <laughs> <laughs> what if it? What if oh it God. worked? What if like it just? If I planned this out better, I would have had Aaron waiting there the entire show and then tossed it at me. And you would have been like, ah! (laughs) But I didn't put any thought into it, so it didn't happen. Anyway, that's our... Did you do your number one? Ugnaughts. Yeah, Ugnaughts. (laughs) Kill me. (laughs) Ugnaughts are number one. Jawas could be up there. It would be scary to have Jawas come and rage you of everything. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's more scary stuff. Like the wolfman that got cut out of A New Hope. He's pretty scary. Any creature in A New Hope was yeah. scary because the budget was so small they couldn't make them look very friendly. They're like, oh. <laughs> just terrified. New Hope sucks. I'm just joking. Um, anyway, this is episode 228. Um, last week we got to play your theme song, Brock. 227. 227. 227 theme song. Uh, it's in there. Last week had, we turned the monetization off for 30 seconds of jam. And we did it. Has like our most views in like forever, so that's good. It's good. Of course it does. You can't beat two two. Everyone knew we were playing that song. All right. Anyway, this has been episode two hundred twenty-eight of the Rebel Scum Podcast. Anything else you want to say, Brock? He's frozen. 
Uh, happy Halloween and uh, go see Dune. It's not Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Dune is like the attack of the clones with sand. Yeah. All right, everyone. Yeah. Thank, you so, <laughs> thank you so much for watching. Hope you have a very happy and safe Halloween. Go trick-or-treating, get some candy, and don't forget to share with us. He's Brock, I'm James, and he was always scum. Rebel scum! Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.